The quiet and the public phase of your campaign takes a lot of planning, a lot of energy, and a lot of resources. But it's worth it because the success that comes out of running something like this, it's infectious, both for you as the business owner, but for the people who take part in it. Because whether they buy or not at the end, they feel fantastic about the experience that they've had. Welcome to No BS Business School, the podcast for small business owners and solopreneurs to get the straight talk on how to turn your passion into a profitable business. Do you ever feel like you're trying to keep your head above water running your business? And every time you get online looking for help, all you see is the same cookie cutter advice that never produces the results you want? I'm Jan Ditchfield, award-winning business strategist, online educator, and your host, And I believe that the path to success in business shouldn't be a mystery. It takes planning, mastering the boring stuff, and learning to ignore advice that will never serve you. I'm here to help you through the messy parts of your business so you can enjoy the life you're creating for yourself and your family. Each week, I share strategies to help you grow your business without the fluff, gimmicks, and nonsense that's filling your feed on the gram. If you're ready to cut through the BS and build a business that's authentic, impactful, and profitable, This is the show for you. Let's keep it real. Let's talk about funnels. Since episode 83, I've been talking with you about how to set up a capital campaign strategy in your business to be able to really increase your conversion rates so that you can make more money, even if you have small audiences. And this plan works whether you're a product-based business, service-based, or you have a program. And why it works so well is because all of the tactics that I've been teaching you in this entire strategy has been directly lifted from the charity world, where I work for the majority of my career. And revenue generation in that sector is done differently than it is done in the for-profit sector. And our conversion rates are higher because we campaign differently. And that includes how we set up funnels. It can seem overwhelming when you look at the big picture of campaigning, like when you're laying out your entire year and trying to figure out how you're going to bring in your revenue, especially being able to bring in consistent six figures into your business. But by breaking it down into goals, like I've been teaching you to do over this this entire series, it becomes manageable because everything comes into chunks and the smaller parts feel more achievable. So by breaking down our campaigning into five specific areas, which is focusing on our foundations, establishing our campaign goals, creating our community cultivation magnet, and next, setting up our quiet phase funnel and our public phase funnel, which is what I'm going to talk about today. So what is the quiet phase of your campaign? In truth, the quiet phase isn't quiet. This is when you are talking to your largest audience you possibly can get, and you're focused on being able to secure as many people into your funnel as you possibly can get, in order to achieve that goal that you've set. And the goal of this is to get them into your community cultivation magnet. And so while during the quiet phase, we're talking to our potential customers and we're talking about what's coming up and we're, we're being very public, we're not talking about buying from us. And that's the big difference with this. So how long does the quiet phase actually last? You should be running your quiet phase of your campaign at a minimum for three to four weeks. I prefer four, and it's what I teach when I work privately one-on-one with people to be able to build out their campaigns. And in this quiet phase, there's some specific things that you need to be doing and thinking about setting up so that you're guaranteeing your success when it comes time to actually start soliciting people, like we talked about in the previous episode. 
So some of those tactics for success include establishing your social media funnel right from the start. And this is why I like running my quiet phase with a four-week plan, because it means I can back it against a one-month campaign with my social media as well. And with me, that also includes my podcast. It includes my emails. It includes my entire content strategy. And I'm running my content like this. My first week, I'm doing all awareness-based content. So I'm talking about my community cultivation experience. I'm moving people into my boot camp. I'm letting them know that it's coming. I'm letting them know what's happening within it. I'm very much focused on building awareness, awareness around the fact that this is coming and awareness around the fact that I can solve their problem or help them to solve the problem within it. Week two is where I'm talking about interest-based content. And this is where I've really listened to things that have come in. I've listened to what's been said in the comments. I'm listening to what has been sent to me through DMs. I'm looking for people who are interested, who are asking things that are they're trying to figure out, is this for me or not for me? I'm looking for feedback. And that's what you should be looking for as well in this part of your funnel. And so the content that I'm putting out addresses that feedback. It's all based on interest content. And you should be doing the same in your campaign because you'll already be doing, have engaged with these people at earlier parts, like the week before. So now this is where you really get the chance to be able to engage them in a deeper way and help move them down that decision-making process again to join into your boot camp or your workshop or your challenge, however it is that you have mapped out your community cultivation magnet. And week three is decision-making content. And this is when people are really making like a strong yes or no decision. And in this week, this is when we want to be like really leaning into talking about objections or things where people might be holding themselves back from moving forward in joining into what it is that you're doing in your magnet, your community cultivation magnet. So you want a strategy in place to be able to address things that people are saying, "Mm, I'm not sure if this is for me or I don't know if it's actually going to help me. And you want to focus on content that says, yes, I can help you. Yes, this is a place for you. Yes, please come and join me in it. And your last week is action-based content. And this is where you're really starting to show what's happening inside of that, that event that you've created. Because this week, things should be running. So you should actually be actively already inside of your group teaching And then sharing that content back out to show people what they're missing and how there's still time for them to get in and how they can still come and hang out with you. And then that funnel runs directly into the one I taught you in the episode previous to this one, which is what we're going to do when we start our cultivation funnel. Some ways to really help get this ramped up are to do things like using lives during this stage. So in the quiet phase, do as many lives as you can. If you can bring on people who've worked with you, if you can bring on a lot of social proof, if you can do interviews, if you can show people the experience that they're going to get, it really helps to solidify people's feelings that they're making the right decision. This is also a really good time to borrow audience and use any kind of outside marketing that you can to increase the opportunities of the right people coming and finding you. And you really want to make sure that you're dialed in on how you're crafting your opt-in page for your community cultivation magnet so that people are landing on it and you're getting really strong conversion rates off of it because you're clear what's happening in here. It's almost like a mini sales page, which also then includes a really well-crafted email sequence on the other end. So once you have your numbers in and you know how many people are actually inside of your group, this is when you're going to end the quiet phase and you're going to start also doing some 
things to assess if you're on the right track or not with your campaigning. And the first one's going to be looking at your campaign goal. Do you have enough people in your group to hit your goal based on the conversions that you are budgeting yourself to make? And again, if you need some help with that, hit me up in my DMs because I can send you a calculator for free that will help you understand how many people you need in order to reach the goal that you have. This is also when you really want to look at your timetable and make sure that everything's on track. Do you need more time? Do you think that you have enough runway? Adjust accordingly. And don't be afraid to make adjustments in the moment. The best campaigns are well-planned and also flexible. And once you've looked at both of those things, now it's time to really determine what is the goal going to be for the public phase. So how many people do you really want to have buy from you? And after that, we're going to start to sell, which is the public phase of our campaign. So in the quiet phase of your campaign, if you've tracked your data properly, and if you have worked out your cultivation funnel correctly, you've gone through those five phases that I talked about in episode number 86 you can confidently say that you have been able to actually secure 50 to 70% of your overall goal before you even open up doors to buy from you. So in the public phase, what you're doing is looking to fill the missing gaps within your goal. And this funnel is going to look a little differently because it's much more condensed. And the first thing you need to understand is how long are you leaving the buying opportunity open for people? And if you're selling a product that's an annual product, this will still work for you. But you have to have some sense, again, of urgency that people need to join in with you before the opportunity is gone. In the online space, you're going to hear it talked about a lot of saying cart open. So how long is your cart open for? Which really does mean just how long can somebody drop something into their shopping cart and check out? Cart open, however, should never be a term you use publicly because it's far too salesy sounding. And it makes people think that they're just a number in your funnel. So replace it with other terms that are much more inviting and softer. Enrollment, you can join me now. Doors are open. Get in before doors close. Become part of the transformation. Something that makes people feel as though they're part of what you're experiencing rather than just a number on a budget sheet. I personally think that the decision on how long you're going to be leaving your public phase open really, again, depends on your specific business. If you're not as comfortable selling, you need more runway. And there's nothing wrong with that. So don't feel that you're being forced by somebody else or hearing all of like, you know, the expert advice. I got air quotes wrapped around that, that you can only, you have to do it in something like three days or else you're going to lose out on opportunities. If you're not strong at sales, you can't do a successful campaign in three days. You need more runway. If you're selling something that has a higher ticket on it, you need more runway. If people are just getting to know you and need more time to trust you, you need more runway. I like 10 days. I usually kind of do somewhere between seven to 10 because it gives, again, people a chance to make a decision, to feel comfortable with the decision. It gives me a chance to read the room and no one feels pressured. I don't feel pressured. They don't feel pressured. And it's just a little easier. It's also really important to make sure you have some sort of tracker in your business during this phase, because you want to make sure that you're able to understand who's most engaged from those qualified leads that we've already taken care of. Like we work down on those qualified leads and we have a short list of people that we're really focused on. And so we want to make sure that we are making good touch points with them. We're caring about them. We're not forgetting about anybody. So tracking systems are really important. 
And again, when I worked in charity, we had really complicated ones, but they don't need to be complicated. You can have something as simple as pen and paper. You can do something on Excel spreadsheets. My private students who work with me, again, it's done in Airtable and that's how they do their tracking, but you need some form of database. And the type of communication you should be thinking on during this phase of your campaign really is going to be focused again on, please join me and addressing questions that you're going to get. So showing up and being really present on social media, on reels, inside of the group uh, or your workshop, on your VIP channel, if you've set that up, answering questions, talking about objections people may have, being open and transparent, helping to support people in their decision-making process. That's also should be done through your email as well. And you should have an email sequence that's running on the back end so that people are still also getting opportunities to see your name come into their inbox, read a bit more about what you're doing and focus on that decision of whether they, you've built a really good case for support or not. I'm going to be teaching more about cases for support on a future episode of the podcast. So keep an eye out for that because that is really important with everything you're doing in your marketing. This is also a really good time to recruit special leadership. So again, if you've worked with people in the past or you have connections with people that would be really good examples of the transformation that you make, this is the time to showcase them. I always do something called my student spotlight inside of my big boot camp. And I bring in past students and we have a round the table discussion about what it's like to run a business, about what it's like to be part of the community that I've built, about what it's like to go through the program. The good things and the bad things like this isn't for me, not just something where I'm like, only talk about the good stuff. I think it's really important to talk about the hard things in business. And then I think it's really important to talk about how people got through those hard things because it shows other women they can do it too. So think about who your leadership could be, like really think about it. Who could your capital leadership be for your campaigning and love on those people who come in to help you? There is a lot of energy that goes into a campaign and you need to keep yourself up there when you're doing it. So one of the best ways is to keep yourself scheduled. So if you can develop a schedule of days when you're going to be doing certain things, so you know what to do on every single day and you don't feel lost during this process and also things that you can go in again and build energy and enthusiasm within your group while you're selling, it keeps momentum really high. And it keeps you feeling really good while you're still on this process. And don't forget to celebrate the people who have joined you, who have bought from you, who have come to work with you. Celebrate them publicly. The quiet and the public phase of your campaign takes a lot of planning, a lot of energy, and a lot of resources. But it's worth it because the success that comes out of running something like this, it's infectious, both for you as the business owner, but for the people who take part in it, because whether they buy or not at the end, they feel fantastic about the experience that they've had because it's never felt salesy. It doesn't feel coercive. They don't feel as though they got stuck into some kind of funnel that they never wanted to be in. They feel cared about and supported and encouraged and cultivated and appreciated. And that leads to conversion rates. And the last thing that you want to make sure that you're doing after all of this is done and you have closed doors to enrollment and you're sitting down and you're celebrating with a glass of something in your hand is don't forget to go back 
and measure your campaign strategy and its success so that you can make changes, tweak anything that needs to be tweaking. And when you do this again, you're going to increase your conversion rates. There you have it. That is the end of our work together in this workshop. And I hope this was something that was really helpful to you and really interesting and that you learned perhaps a new way to be able to go out there and sell and a way to be get more comfortable with selling, but also to see how effective this type of selling and the strategy is when it comes to be able to have consistent revenue in your business and consistent six-figure revenue in your business year after year after year. And if you'd like to learn more about what it's like to work with me privately and how I can help you put this entire strategy together in your business, plus give you all of the things, the database and all of the trackers and all of the prompts and all of the things to say and write in the email sequences, scroll down to the show notes or head over to janditchell.co forward slash formula and book a call with me. So I can tell you more about the Capital Campaign Formula, which really is the only personalized coaching program of its kind because I'm not only going to teach you how to create a 12-month sales plan based on conversion techniques that are only used in the charity sector, but I'm also going to help you understand what to say, the exact actions to take, and how to create these really highly engaged campaigns that result in six figures in your business time and time again. So reach out, let's talk. And thank you for spending this week with me. I have enjoyed every minute of it. And I really appreciate you showing up and hanging out with me. I'll talk to you soon. Are you ready to consistently earn six figures in your business without feeling like you're running yourself into the ground, following all the guru advice that never seems to work for you? You're invited to join my brand new one-on-one program, The Capital Campaign Formula. In this six-week personalized program, I'm not gonna teach you another traditional funnel or offer launch system like everybody else does. I'm going to teach you how to build a capital campaign plan that's going to take your conversion rates to levels that you've never even dreamed of. If you have a program, product, or service that you've been trying to sell more effectively so you can start having consistent six-figure years in your business, then this is the program for you. Pre-enrollment is now open, and you can head over to janditchville.co forward slash formula to join today. But hurry, there are only 10 spots available in this round of the program. So grab your seat before they're gone. Join me to learn my capital campaign formula and get ready to take your business to a whole new level while being authentic and connecting on a deeper level with the people you are here to serve.